Think Tank podcast on today or this week's episode. What's up, man? What's up to the cinema holics out there? Or uh, the the four people who actually listen to us. <laughs> yes, 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 it's okay. It's okay. We start now. We start now. It's okay. Hi, four people that listen to us. We love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, so today we were talking about or reviewing. Processor Uncut Is it important that I say uncut? It depends really Because I, the, the American version Or the name actually Uncut actually stems from the American what renaming of the, of, the, of the film Because I think there was another movie Called The Possessor Released in America and stuff But it really depends region to region when you go on wikipedia and other uh sources it actually just says possessor you know so yeah you can say possessor and cut or cut doesn't matter yeah you know that comes as no surprise since you know they're americans and they are horrors i i am quite sure that the other processors are horrible about somebody being possessed or something yes 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 but 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 you know what remember that this is a, a canadian production right so many when like when i was watching the movie like so many um companies actually um financed the movie i was like okay when is the movie starting when is the movie beginning? oh yes so many I, had, I had the same you know like, i had okay. the same reaction <laughs> i guess, it, I, guess I also had the same reaction like there was a lot of time at the beginning those logos were just a lot i was like wait come on now that's canada for you right that that is that is canada for you okay so before we begin in earnest alex what have you been watching what have i been watching okay i'll say today i attempted to start watching the the kevin hart kevin hart's new special on netflix but i was actually busy but uh just trying to keep myself entertained at the moment but like i couldn't so i've watched like the first five minutes of it and i'm probably gonna finish it tomorrow after recording this so yeah well other than that i saw i saw this film this french film on netflix called the daughter's boss right uh it's about a a man who's in love with his uh, do- with with his boss daughter right yeah and um like it brings a whole bad vibe on into the workplace and he gets blamed for it and stuff and yeah it's quite it was one uh, it was one of the better films that i've watched lately because like i i have been on a streak of bad films lately and okay that's I guess that's good. You and you, you and the French, um, yeah, you and the French. I know are, are quite um, are buddies there. I mean, like uh, when I need something that I, that is, you know, um, that is that I'm sure will entertain me or I will like. I know where to go. 
used Shaw in a um, in a regional, uh, you know, film or French cinema. Let, let me just say, you know, like French cinema and a word that means that you are most likely to be entertained by a French film. That is very interesting because Luc Besson is also from France. And <laughs> yeah. who knows? You know? Who knows? I enjoy his stuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm talking about the smaller independent. Um, I don't even know why I'm saying independent, but like the, the smaller dramas, you know? The smaller French dramas are so captivating. And like the ones from. Um, as, unknown directors not this wildly celebrated um uh, criterion featured directors those la, la femme like, nikita they, they are okay la femme nikita is also a french film and i, and I they even made I don't know what the canadians is. the canadians actually made a, a tv series out of it actually uh, it's la femme nikita it's directed by luc person you know what do you mean you don't know what that is but anyway uh i've been oh, watching okay okay no let's <laughs> let's just leave the french uh for now we'll come back to them uh definitely sometime later on but yeah i've actually been watching a lot of youtube videos yeah and netflix uh south africa because i think sometime in october netflix in the u.s um began licensing the you know black sitcoms like sister sister girlfriends moesha um i don't know if, if, if i'm forgetting any in anyone uh, of them and then i was like i was really interested sister sister yeah no i, I said uh sister sister I, oh i was really okay i was interested wow. in them actually uh coming you know coming to to south africa and actually getting a chance to to rewatch some of them because when I was younger, they were playing, they were reruns, effectively, right? And then Sony on DSTV uh, was rerunning some of them. So I I saw the, the pilot uh, to Sister Sister, and I saw three episodes of Girlfriends. The, this is the show that Tracy Ellis Ross was on before she was on um, Blackish. And I saw uh, two episodes, I think, of... Um, the last dance right on, on on netflix the big um it's i think it i think the last dance is most probably the biggest documentary this year uh well non-political that is uh if you're pro- if you are into political you know documentaries uh, i think maybe the ones about trump um and there was one also as well about um the the way i see it i think a photographer was taking pictures of Obama's last term or Obama's two terms. I, I don't know. Yeah, so that's what I've actually been watching. And I saw Possessor yesterday. So, yeah, that's just my viewing. Nothing sophisticated, just simple and easy. Okay, I saw I saw it quite some time ago, I think two weeks or a week ago. Oh, yes. So I'm, I'm coming here a bit rusty. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, but like I, I want to check the the um, Wikipedia summary. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but, but, oh. but you know, we, you would not have seen it, and we would never find out because your mind is still very fresh on the Wikipedia summary, right? 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, okay, so let, let's begin, right? So what did you think about Oh, before before we we, we begin, did you see um Cronenberg's first film? Cuz I've never seen that one. This is like my first time watching. I've seen like um 20 minutes of it and I felt like I knew what was going to happen. Okay. Then and I think that's the same thing that happened with this film too. I just saw the trailer and I felt like I knew what what was going to happen. But I think what uh, swayed me to watch it was like uh, there was a lot of praise, critical like praise for it from uh, critics on on Twitter. So I saw that and I was like, oh, those guys, those people like this guy and he has finally made a good film or a decent film at least. So let me give it a chance. And to your dismay, he actually didn't make it such a great film. He just made a good film, right? Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk okay, about yeah, that. Okay, yeah. So, so Possessor, Possessor is about um, possessors, right? You know, this company that possesses people. They use um, some futuristic technology to possess people and carry out... Um, contract killings or contract um yeah basically they are a corporation i forgot what the corporation is called uh and they carry out these assassinations they are paid by let's say you need you need to let's say you need somebody dead right and uh, you don't want to do it yourself you pay these guys and they possess somebody with uh within the circle of the person you want to kill and they possess that person and they that person kills the the subject and mm, that's it yeah it's a bit it's a bit convoluted as as is the movie i think yeah 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 uh it's i saw remnants of of of, of inception right i was like oh this is corporate espionage you know inception and and that was like one of the things that uh, that came out um very clearing on the you know as 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 you watch the movie right but i went in very blind i didn't watch the the, the trailer of the movie and I, and and when they said like horror i thought it was going to be you know like your your normal kind of horror right but then it has hallmarks of saw in it because it, it it's very slasher like which we'll get into a, a, a bit later but i was disappointed by that aspect of the of the movie the slasher like like the violence uh gets you um right like it's like why do it you know it's it's because what they're trying to do here they're trying to go like psychological horror kind of which is very a moody genre like for me personally i find the psychological horror genre very moody right and then when they get into the into the slasher territory that's very physical and it's like i felt like they were trying to push genres uh over you know and above like the movie that that it was it reminded me of raw right another canadian but this one raw was like a canadian french wait film, right? wait yeah is it isn't raw like like french french not Canadian French? No, Raw is Canadian French. Oh, is it? Wow. Actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll Google that and 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 make sure that. But but I thought I was about yes, to compliment yes, them. But I, but I thought it was. 
Canadian French actually. It wasn't French French. I think it's I think raw is Canadian French. But anyway, it yeah, but French is French. So either way, I I, I got hallmarks or like I remembered a bit of raw there. Oh yeah, you're, no, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. You're raw wrong. Is French. Yes, it's uh, French Belgium. Okay, okay. Well, it doesn't really it doesn't matter anyway because you know. It's inspired. It inspired it actually. You know, yeah. So anyway, I I was mistaken, but yeah. So I got you know some of that in that in that movie, but I was functioning under the assumption that it's actually Canadian. Weird. Um. So, what did you think about the opening of the movie, right? And the idea of of a white woman, uh, of white women rather, possessing um, black bodies. Uh, for their criminal um, intent. I think it was very intentional when I saw it. And um, <laughs> I think just the thought of the, the fact that the, we know this character is going to die sooner. Because um, I was quite happy that it opened with a black person, of course. Uh, and But like when it all happened is... I knew that, oh my God, this character is disposable and um, this is probably the first and the last time that I'm seeing them, which was sad. But uh, besides that, um, I think it was intentional and he knew what he was doing with it and what it was going to invoke when watching it. And even the death, right? The death, the way she dies, right? is quite intentional and i'd say speaks to you know i think this is controversial but like it i think it speaks to the whole thing about police brutality and just how um black people aren't given the benefit of the doubt especially when they're carrying guns and stuff um unlike people of other races, non-white people, non-black people, I mean. Uh, yeah, because I, I felt like the way she she really intended to die that way. She knew that if... Um, spoiler here, um, from here on, I think. She knew that, you know, if I don't kill myself or if I don't kill myself, yes... And if I have this gun, right, I don't even have to kill myself. They will do it for me. Um, which was reminiscent of one of uh, the endings of my favorite films from last year, I think. Uh, that I won't go, that I won't mention because it will be a spoiler, but it's an HBO original film from Sundance, I think. If you know, you know. No, okay. I, 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 I generally don't watch HBO movies because they um you know uh T V movies and you know those actually tend to suck. Um <clears throat> But you acquire they acquired it from Sundance. Um it can't possibly so be does it okay so, judged off so if it so if it airs on television then it's not a TV movie? If it airs first on the television on the on the television, then it's not a TV movie. Then what's the like? Can't it win an Emmy for the best television film? If it's discounted, I think that's. I think it's reductive. Imagine it wins. Uh, 
Imagine it wins best film in in Sundance and HBO takes acquires it and now suddenly it's a TV movie. Okay. That's can it can it okay can it then go on and uh, compete for the Oscars? I mean the Oscars aren't the cornerstone. No, no, no. Of answer answer the question. Filmmaking. The question then is, does a TV movie qualify to be nominated for any Oscar category? Okay, no. yes. Perhaps it is. It is. You know the thing about labels is they are reductive, right? That is why people label things, you know, to reduce them to minutia, right? So I don't know whether that's good or bad, um, but actually, you you will tell me the name the name of the movie, you know, later on. Uh, but I'm I'm thinking you are stretching it a bit there, right? In terms of the um, in terms of your analysis of the opening scene, of course the the there's a black lady, black woman, possessed, dies at the hands of, 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 of the police officers who use excessive force, of course, right? But I'm, I'm thinking you are neglecting the fact that she, the possessor, um, cannot kill, kill herself, right? Um, so she gets, uh, throughout the movie, someone else to kill her. Um, and you are neglecting the, the devaluation um of of black bodies generally because I, I know what you're saying you're saying it was intentional and um you know the use of the black body to make a commentary on on police uh brutality but i i, I don't even I, I think maybe i see it as an attempt uh to make a, a commentary on uh police brutality but it fails miserably um because she's there she comes out she kills and then she dies right uh, how can that then be um, be a commentary, right? Because also as well, she she's the the black lady that dies at the beginning of the of of, of the movie is the only black person um, in the movie. I, well, I actually don't don't remember, but like she's the only black person that's actually possessed there. So w- would you say then that the that director was making a very superficial point there i mean maybe it's a happy accident or what but i really thought Mm. it worked um yeah i really thought it worked yeah for me like the opening is actually one of the best things about the um i i may critique sort of like the socio-political aspects of it um and the and and the director's intention but it's actually one of the best things to happen in the movie because as we see the many logos of the finances there's music that comes along right and it's very ominous um and then it culminates into this you know this figure's death and 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 they begin the story and of course they come back to the um to the interrogation or, or or the debrief at the end of the movie, right? And did you notice that the the handler is actually smirking at the end of, of the movie? Um, oh yes, oh, okay, okay. Because no, because remember this, it. right? When 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 the possessor is asked about him, apparently the, the the process of possession makes you lose memories, right? Um, and then you are then divorced from your own reality and your own history. And I, th- I was thinking the posse- the the possessor was being forced of letting go, you know, of a previous life so that she can go through these killings without emotion. 
So by movies oh. and you know, so like by movies and um that is that is being you know achieved, you know, without actually spoiling the ending. That has actually been achieved now. Um because she lacks a particular remorse for the butterfly, I think, or one of one of the items that she had. Because in the earlier scene, when we see when, when the movie begins, she is a bit quite emotional about you know the killing of the butterfly and stuff. And then later later on at movies, and she's um yeah like a, a devilish right. So what did you think about the the commentary on capitalism? um i i didn't think there was any or at least i didn't think about it at the time um for me i don't know like just the whole concept itself in my eyes it really just made this movie feel so uh like uh i don't know a rehash of some some other movie from the late 2000s or something or i don't know like you said inception uh, some high concept film that uh like, like um if we were if we weren't in the pandemic it would obviously would have uh, opened in theaters and it would have been marketed as the next big thing something something like that you know so I wasn't expecting much from it and uh, to be honest in most cases I didn't read much into it so you saying there's a commentary on capitalism in there I I would like you to enli- enlighten me there cuz yeah no no any. okay um it's set in a in a very you know in a um, I wouldn't call it a dystopia, but a very different reality to our own, right? As besides the fact that they're actually using these these weird, um, you know, the, the, these weird technologies. But I'm I'm thinking specifically about the the data mining that they do there, right? Because they go into people's homes and and collect data um, so that they can sell products. That is my that is what I was thinking on. Perhaps that the privacy is now for sale because there's a scene, particularly in the um, in the movie, where the the one of the leads, I think, where is possessed now and um, is very much uncomfortable going into people's houses privately without them uh, seeing. Oh, actually, later on, actually, there's a character that says. I know that these people are watching, so I'm going to uh, do lewd acts so that they so that they can know the products I use. You know, so it seems like it's very normalized there that there is no privacy anymore because capitalism has it. Wait, which character are you talking about? Uh, this character is the um, Ava, Ava's friend, I think it is. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. The yeah. one who the one who um had sex with um Christopher yes. Abbott's oh, okay. Yes. okay. Yes, yes, yes. That okay. that one specifically, yeah. And the movie 
possessor this they like they, they go to you know these tropes about identity and losing yourself and stuff like that that's too obvious uh you know i i don't know why the critics are are championing this movie it's, it's so weird like for me i i, I it's like been there since, saw that before right and i didn't like it uh, before, that's precisely my problem you know? <laughs> with it I, I think it bothered me a lot to the point where i just zoned out yeah I'm I'm surprised like I it took it. it it took itself so seriously with those things. I'll, come yeah. on guys. Yeah, oh, okay. Um let's what did you think about the slasher? Um oh Sean Bean is in it, right? Uh one of my favorite characters from uh Game of Thrones uh season 1 actually. He dies at the end of uh, Game of Thrones season 1. So you I, just spoiled <laughs> Game of Thrones season 1. Okay. Uh, a lot of things actually happen. Actually, he dies eventually. Anyway, so uh, you, <laughs> so the people would have to decide whether they want to go watch it or not watch it because it's highly unlikely that I've spoiled it. it. It's you know like surely if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, there's somebody out there that has spoiled it for you. Um, so I apologize for for spoiling uh, Game of Thrones, but Sean Bean is actually in this one, and he doesn't die. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm saying the reason why I'm saying he doesn't die is I remember there's this movie where um, a road rage movie, right? That 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 Sean Bean is in. I the name escapes me, but he dies there, right? And then there's this other one where um, it's about money, and he dies also in that movie as well. So finally, man, he didn't die. What did you think of the performances? The performances. Oh. Oh my God, I didn't answer you about the slasher part, but... Um, yes, yes, yeah. I, I'll get into the performances after you, yeah. I thought I thought it was excessive, but not in a bad way. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I could use more yeah. of that, I think. The ending? What about towards the end? The, I mean, besides the fact that I was bothered by the whole mind control thing and it taking itself seriously with those mind control thing. Uh, I think the slasher part at the end for me it works. It, I mean, it's it's violence. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, I not that I don't understand, but I I don't like how most of the times people try to, or filmmakers try to ponder to uh, attracting wider audiences, uh, including children by making the realism suffer so yeah when you uh when you step someone blood comes out and that's just uh a reality of life and i think it was well represented in this film i'd say that's one of the most oh that's one of the few uh, great things about this film for me okay what about let me problematize this a bit right it felt very sorry uh, to me, you know, so the, the franchise, uh, it's all gore with no, actually it's not all gore, but like most of it is gore, right? With no, with no direction. For me, I felt it, I felt it like, you know, the end of invitation, of the invitation. I had a long debate with a friend of mine actually about it uh, and how I didn't like it, right? Uh how I didn't like the ending of, of, of the invitation because it seems to me like the movie is on a, um, let's say it's on a volume 10, right? And then when they get to the ending, they've already doubled, you know, the volume and you can't really hear 
you know, what's been said, right? Um, yeah, something like that. So here as well, especially with, with the goal, that's what I saw. Like, okay, it gets really intense and then it comes back down. And then towards the end, again, it goes really, really intense. And then it, and then the movie finishes. Like, couldn't the director make his point without going all gory? Because I, I especially with gore, I don't think you can... There's no middle, right? Like, you either want to go gory or you don't want to go gory. It felt a bit uh, B-movie to me there, watching it. I felt like, oh, B-movie hallmarks. Here we go. Okay, okay, now that's reductive. Although I didn't like the movie, I don't think it's a B-movie. Um, because it's high concept? No, no, and... Well, because I've watched it. Okay, you, um, okay, okay. That's one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying, you know what's interesting, right? Because the director's father is David Cronenberg, right? A a master of um of the body horror. Gore. The master, no, the master of, of body horror. <laughs> I wouldn't say gore, right? It really depends which movie of his have you seen, which you've seen. I saw on, the, on a Reddit forum, you know what they said? They said, this movie by the son is so much better than any movie that the father has made. In, since 2000, right? I was like, okay, this is weird. But if you were to go watch Scanners by by his father, by David Cronenberg, or watch, um, say, The Fly, or watch the excellent... Um, Crash. No, 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 not Crash. I, I've, no, I've never seen Crash, so I can't say it's excellent. People say it's, it, it is, but... You have never seen Crash? I've never finished it, actually, so technically I haven't seen it. Um the video drum yes the excellent video drum you see when you watch those movies they they do have a, a bit of b-moviness you know you know um about them considering that they're made on a slow budget they were made in canada and, and so on and so on so i felt that the son was playing to those tropes actually um the tropes that his father actually um made famous or made popular and it's I bad. think you're taking a jab at it's bad. I think man. you're taking a jab at Canada now because, like, you're you're basically you're saying that because they are made in Canada, they feel like B movies. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I said, but I, I don't mean it. I don't mean it like that. But I'm just saying that you know Canada does not have the or at the time did not have the financial muscle of you know of Hollywood. Although uh, I think the fly was made by Fox. Uh, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, or was financed by either Fox or Universal, um, one of the big studios, right? But to go back to Possessor, right? I, yeah, there were moments there that, that I felt like unnecessary and convoluted, of course, especially when the Possessor speaks to the possessed. Um, that felt a, a little bit like um, school, like film school short films, you know? Wow, you know, yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. That, yeah, that's offensive. <laughs> yeah, but great uh, short films have come out of um, um, of film school. Actually, I'm thinking of a yeah. Actually, let me not name them, but yes, there have been <laughs> a few of them that were good. Okay. Yeah. So it's not. So okay. it's not a slight. I'm just saying that it's one of those things where. It's like okay, you have a great idea, but the execution needs work. Okay, uh, so yeah, tell me what do you think of the 
the oh, performances. Oh, the performances. I think, I thought uh, Abbott was good. Um, I, I thought it was good, but I, I'm i kind of disappointed in that we've never, we never really got a chance to see who he is, right? There's a time where he's, he, he gets possessed, right? And then his girlfriend is like, oh, you're different now, you know? So that was a bit um, ex- too expositionist. Uh, for me, so we never really got to be introduced to the original um, person before the possession. We just only got the person that was possessed, and we effectively got the psyche only of him, if if that makes sense. Because he fights back, or his psyche fights back, and then he comes back in. And then when we see, when we are when we are supposed to see the real him, he is very psychologically drained, right? And then he reacts very. Um, very weakly, if if I may say that, because he then tries and goes and 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 commits crimes um, after he's already been possessed and, and committed a crime. Um, so that's my that's my uh, criticism there. And the the woman that possess that is the possessor. Um, I thought she was I thought she was I thought she was okay really. Um, there's nothing much underwritten. Um, we don't know her drive, like why she does this job and uh, why she actually left the family. Um, it, it's hinted at that, oh, no, she works a lot, but nothing more um, is, is, is given to us as, as, as the audience. And I did like the, the handler, very um, unemotionless, actually, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, nothing more. But it's actually one of those things where you know these the, you know these movies where you have um, a killer. That there, there will be people that that are trying to protect the killer. I'm thinking the movie that comes to my mind now. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's is the gentleman or gentlemen's or something by the one by Guy Ritchie. Yes, Guy Ritchie, the one that came out earlier this year. Yeah. Or is it no? Actually, Colin Farrell is in that one, right? Um. Is is Colin Farrell the gentleman? Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Well, okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So so Colin Farrell actually just missed remembered the movies. Colin Farrell is in another movie called Ava. I want to say. Oh, with Jessica the one Chast- I didn't see. Yes, Jessica Chastain, right? Yeah. So that's the movie I was I was <laughs> I was talking about. So so Jessica Chastain there is, is I I would like to think a, an assassin, but. Um, yeah, prize assassin, but some people are trying to kill her. So in this case of possessor, it's also that thing that okay, this is a trope that we've seen that you have an excellent worker for you, you know, for your company, and you want the worker to do an absolute great job all the time, right? Um, but the worker is actually hampered by his or her emotions, his or her ties to you know to to a reality and. And the world and, and, and stuff like that, which culminates in Possessor in the ending of the movie, which I won't spoil because I think it's it's yeah, it's very important to the to the whole thing. But what did you think of the performances? Nothing impressive, like you said, um, <laughs> although I was expecting a lot, you know, when people <laughs> try to when an actor portrays a character that has to um has to act like someone else and i 
did somehow think that um uh Andrea, right? Um she plays the possessor, right? And I, I felt like when she possessed uh Christopher's character, uh, like she got lost in there and you could feel that um okay okay actually this is confusing now because like okay it's confusing let me start again um so i've the person i should be complimenting here is is christopher but right because like, yes yes he is the one who <laughs> acts like, like he's, he's, he's like he's himself possessed. yes yes and i feel like he really does it very well and he sells it at and I felt like, whoa, this character is indeed possessed because I think it's quite a a, a hard thing to to execute. You know, when you say that, I I got uh, sort of like when the movie begins in earnest, and then we see that the black lady at the at the start that dies is actually possessed. I thought face off, right? Was I the only one? <laughs> Was I the only one who, who thought like? John, whose face-off is an inspiration for this movie that I'm watching? Did you did you get those face-offy vibes? Because it's very B movie like, right? And then the performances are hemmed up, especially when uh, they change faces literally, right? Uh, yeah, and then the other one becomes the other one, and it's it's really funny uh, and good as well, <laughs> you know. Uh, for what the movie is, it actually face-off actually plays to to his own strengths. Did you get that vibe? Oh, have you seen no, Face Off well, first? Have you seen Face Off first? Because I, I yes, don't want I to have. see. Okay, okay. I have, but like it. Yeah. I think Face Off is so good that, uh, well, I enjoyed so much that um, it didn't cross my mind <laughs> even a bit okay. that this was okay. trying to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I didn't get that at all. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Face Off is like yeah, like Face Off is. Oh, actually, to those who don't know, Face Off. Face Off stars um John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, and then Nicolas Cage will star in the movie as John Travolta. And then John Travolta will star as Nicolas Cage. It's that crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what they do is they change faces. Uh, one is a criminal, one is a cop that's the move that's the the moniker like face off right john woo directed it right who went on to direct uh mission impossible 2 with um tandy newton actually and, and, and of course john woo is quite was quite popular in the 90s late 80s early 90s in in china or might have been hong kong i don't know but for making these movies with chow yan fat actually who also starred in interestingly enough for for the movie buffs out there movie nerds uh, in in um antoine fuqua's uh debut film right um crazy yeah but anyway uh yeah face off is good <laughs> actually i like i like that movie actually yo so back to possessor what do you think about the score of of the movie i don't remember it it, it it's more like, it's like um Electronic-y a bit, um, you know. Very yeah. Oh, yeah. now now that you said that, I think I remember it from the trailer mostly. Yeah, and the start and, and the start. I actually, remember mostly. I remember it mostly from the start of the movie, and then it. I actually don't remember where they played. <laughs> no, I think it really speaks to the ambitions of what the 
like just the whole concept and what they were trying to go yeah. for and just how usually those kind of films have that they yeah. have that um um you know that grandiose i don't know if that's the right word yeah uh yeah that grandiose score and trying to just show the audiences that actually this is a big film yeah right or it's a film about big things yeah first like uh Knock off Atticus Ross and uh, your guy that you love so much. Uh, Resna. Yes. You know, there was a joke about uh, Trent Resna and Atticus Ross. It was like, they were saying on Twitter, they were saying that you can't, you can't remember Atticus Ross and forget, tra- <laughs> <laughs> and forget Trent Resna. <laughs> and you, you just can't. did that. <laughs> you can't. What? You just did that. No. Or am I wrong? No, you know what happened. Actually, I thought of Trent Reznor first, right? But I couldn't oh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't say his name. Uh but then the only person that came to mind was Atticus Ross actually for some odd reason. <laughs> uh, so so just, so technically yes I did that. I forgot the other one, but I remembered them inside. <laughs> but doesn't okay. doesn't okay. usually go Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor or is it Trent Trent Reznor? No, no, no. It yeah, it's Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross. So, mm, okay, mm, yeah. but but you know, Atticus Ross does sound a bit like um, a 1960s uh, movie, you know, about a a, a blue collar worker in the states, doesn't it? I don't know his individual work, so I no, no, I'm just saying the name, say. like Atticus Ross, like the name. Oh, yeah, sounds like an agency. Oh, the name. Yeah, it sounds like an agency where they would say, "Do you know this? Do you remember this movie?" Um, Jack from Titanic starred in it, actually. Um, Leo, Leo, Leo DiCaprio. I haven't seen Titanic. Yeah, okay, sorry. Leo DiCaprio actually starred in it. Uh, it's called Revolutionary Road and stuff. Atticus Ross. Yes, Atticus I Ross actually sounds like, you know, the firm that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio actually works on. Works in. Uh, <laughs> in <laughs> or, you get this. Or it sounds like a... A firm that uh, Don Draper would actually do and make make ads for. I see. Yeah, no, that's where my '60s references actually end. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see. <laughs> okay. Wow. So okay. So uh, okay. We got off topic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we apologize to the audience. Um, okay, Alex, we're about to wrap this up, right? You. Yeah. Should I say how many stars you gave the movie? Or you wanna say it yourself? In fact, yeah, let, let's do this. Say you how many stars you actually gave the movie? Why? And your closing um, thoughts about the movie and whether the audience should go see it. I actually don't remember how how many stars you gave it. Three stars actually on Letterboxd. Oh, I gave it three stars. Um... <laughs> You ca- okay. yes you don't don't go and change it you gave it three stars i gave it three stars i think at the time i don't know what was going on in my mind but i guess the reason why i gave it three stars is the execution the technicalities and just the cinematography and just how those things work they just work very well and i think it, it is lost within that you know, I think the director himself, he was so lost within uh, making better shots or shooting better shots and ensuring that the cinematography is too is top-notch and forgot that actually he has to tell a story here because I feel like 
uh, there wasn't any story so i guess my three stars was me saying hey props for for the great uh film for the great looking film what about you how much do you give it because like i haven't been to letterbox in a while okay okay um that's for me to know and you to find out no i'm joking i gave it two and a half stars actually um um yeah it didn't warrant three stars for me i did like uh sean bean's uh brief cameo there i also i did like the world in it where actually the two and a half stars is actually just based off of the world right uh because it felt very dystopian like to me right dystopia uh, i don't know whether it's dystopia or dystopia it felt like that to me and and it was it's it's a very moody it's a very moody movie i think um but unfortunately the characters are underwritten actually and they just react you know with um with no reason whatsoever right and you know what's weird um and a flaw in the movie itself i don't know if i'll, I'll be spoiling this the person uh, they seem to be to have um focused a lot on, on on chris abbott's character and stuff but we don't get to see the person that actually um booked um the possession and 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 the subsequent murder of um of the family right i felt that was a bit weird and a bit you are right wait according to the summary on wikipedia okay um do you remember any wait actually you're right well, I'll have to read through this plot again. Um, yes, uh, and but I think I, I think, think it's the stepson. To it is the stepson that, according to the handler, it is the stepson that gives them the brief. And then corporate is like, yeah, we wanna. This is our way into getting the whole company. Oh yeah, you're you're right on that one. Um, um, to be honest, I don't remember who the stepson is. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So, so, so it's like it's, it's those little details actually. That's like you know that's that knows at you as you. Well, it actually didn't know at me actually yesterday when I was watching the movie. I just remember the detail now. Like wow. Okay. Why? Why don't we see that guy there? Um, you know those kind of things. But yeah, it's I can understand why the ad housey uh, people would would gravitate to what the movie's got it's it's very ambitious um and i and, and, and i think to a certain extent it is unfair to compare it to um you know to the older cronenberg's movies because um the father has gotten the chance got the chance to actually mature right his form and and his all these things in all the movies that that he that he has done and the son is still starting out so i think we we should not really compare them right um sort of like when we tried to compare a sofia coppola to a to the father who did the godfather right mm, unfair i think i think i think that's unfair but yeah yeah i think that brings us to the end to of the end the episode yes uh yeah. so I, I would say the people should watch it for themselves uh but the movie is quite um yeah, it, it, it's, it's got some stuff. It's got some stuff. Uh, yeah, it's got some stuff for everybody, actually. Just not me. Mm, I don't think people should watch it, actually. <laughs> I think people should skip this one. You're a filmmaker. You're, saying, you're telling people not to watch a movie? 
Yes, I, it's not good. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying uh, that they should make their own decisions, right? I think. Well, if they have a lot of time on their hands, yeah. But if you want to watch something and you you are taking a recommendation, this is not a good film to recommend. So I will not be recommending it. Yeah. Okay. Till next week. Till next week. Yeah. Till next week, guys. Um. Thank you for listening.